Cause podcast is an expression of life's learnings. I'll be your host, Michelle Cardocus Harrison, and I invite you to connect with me as we explore a plethora of interesting subjects such as psychology, stoicism, physics, alchemy, health, fitness, and practical tools for the seeking mind, body, and soul. Join me and other special guests on this journey to educate, to inspire, to encourage, and to turn any experience into a noble cause. All right, hello, my people. Thanks for joining me. I have a couple things that I just wanted to talk about today. And, you know, I share a lot of this stuff because I think that things that help me can definitely help other people. So, um, that's one of the biggest reasons why I do what I do, uh, especially if whenever things start to make sense for me, like things that I struggle with for a minute or a while or things that have come up in my life, um, and then I'm able to make peace with it. Uh, I think that there's a lot of insight for that and wisdom that can be shared, so that's why I do a lot of the things I do. One of the things that has come up for me is thinking about relationships and uh, how they affect us, ways that we can allow or encourage our relationships to support us more. Talking about relationships, there's all different kinds of relationships. There's relationships with your friends, with your children. There's relationships with yourself, with your parents. But there's also like the time reality of it all. What I mean by that is sometimes our relationships can change over time. Maybe they were a certain way at one point in your life and then they have evolved to be different or maybe you've evolved to be different and it stayed the same. Or maybe it's evolved for somebody else and you've stayed the same. So it's constantly changing. People are constantly changing and I think that we forget that a lot. Uh, One of the biggest things that I try to remind myself is that, and we'll go into this in more detail moving through this episode, but things work for us when they work for us, and they're most likely, hopefully, will come a time where what used to work for you no longer works for you. And that's where we have the opportunity to move forward in our life. If we are choosing to progress and choosing to grow and learn and to get stronger and better mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of those things, then there will come a time in multiple aspects of your life that things no longer work for you. And it can be frustrating. I know that for me it brings up a lot of confusion, like uh, things that used to be super clear to me are no longer clear. So that's a tricky one. However, we do have the ability to just recognize that and allow it to serve us still and find what that new path is for us instead of holding on to how things have been for so long. I talk a lot about codependency whenever it comes to relationships. I think it's a very important thing to talk about because it is pretty much the one thing that complicates things the most. 
love in and of itself, the essence of love, the energy of love, is not confusing, is uh, very clear and very stable. Codependency is what complicates things, I think. Emotions complicate things. Emotional intelligence complicates things. So whenever we're talking about people, I would say that there's a lot of complications and it's not very simple. We forget that we don't ever really know what it's like to be somebody else other than ourselves. And I think that uh, it's easy for us to like think a certain way or think that somebody else thinks a certain way without even having really the input or information. Sometimes other people are better at communicating and sometimes they're not. So that's really kind of the tricky part. Whenever the trickiest part is whenever people don't communicate clearly because then you're not really sure what's going on in their head or where they're at. However, I do believe that we have to kind of let that go and understand that we'll never understand what it's like to be that person. So not to obsess over that or to obsess over what they're thinking or how they're feeling or uh, what they think about you, you know, that's where the codependency lies is within people pleasing or wanting people to like you or wanting people to be a certain way, needing them to be a certain way for you to be allowed to be yourself. And that's just not true authenticity with being yourself. That is putting your happiness in the hands of somebody else. Because when you're dependent on them in a positive way, then you're dependent on them in a negative way. It'll just never work. They're too human. You're too human. So you can't ever really rely on somebody else to make you feel worthy or make you feel like you're good enough or all of those positive qualities about yourself. You might end up second-guessing yourself. And seeing yourself through the eyes of somebody else is never, ever a healthy thing. Sometimes it's helpful whenever you need uplifted or encouraged somehow. It's always good to have a good friend for that. But you got to take that with a grain of salt because as much as we could let people influence us positively, we could let people influence us negatively as well. So you have to really have enough self-confidence and self-awareness to be able to know who you are regardless of what is going on around you, regardless of what's going on in your relationships, regardless of how your relationships evolve. Because I hope that they do. I hope that they don't stay the same. When things stay the same, it means that we're not growing and we're not learning and we're not challenging ourselves. So it's important that we are able to cope gracefully with the changes in our life and appreciate our relationships for what they are, when they are, and to learn how to release them whenever they no longer work for you. And that's very, very tricky, especially if it's a uh, close-knit relationship. You know, I don't believe in just like cutting people out of your life. I don't think that that's healthy. I think that if, if that's how you want to handle things, then there's something else there that you're not learning and that you're not embracing. And unfortunately, I believe that that's going to come back around some way in a different relationship. So it's good to embrace things for what they are and to learn from things when they're in front of you so that you can process them so that you can move forward with your life 
in a better way. So talking about codependency, I experienced this whole fitting into a box, especially if there is some type of pack mentality, or we see this a lot with the poverty mindset, uh, any type of addictions or habits or like cultural circles. So all of these things where like people are connected from some, there's something that connects them or something that they like to do, or maybe it's like who they are, how they grew up that connects them with people. I have experienced in my life that it naturally, what happens whenever you try, strive to move forward in your life and to better yourself, sometimes you don't fit into other people's boxes anymore. As much as that's a, like a really hard truth, especially for me, I, you know, grew up low income, rural community, there is very much that pack mentality. And if you ever question things or if you ever wanted something different for yourself, you were rejected or you felt like you were rejected and that you no longer belonged. And I struggled with that a lot because there's a lot of things in my life that I hold very close to my heart and very dear to me, especially because I have evolved so much. There's a lot of history that the people that I've known for a long time know that there's just no way that uh, people that I might not have such a long-term relationship with understand about me. So as much as that means a lot to me, I have to remind myself that it's a very natural progression to not fit in to other people's box. I think about how how many like NFL players there are that grew up in the hood. You know, that there was lots of like crime and drugs around or what have you. And the sacrifices that people have to make for their greatness. Being misunderstood. Sometimes being lonely and sometimes just kind of like making your own path and going out on your own and venturing out for what you think is right for you instead of just going along with what everybody else is going along with. So I think that a lot of people probably experience this, probably more than we even think because you don't always see it on the other side because a lot of the times for you to reach a certain level of success, you have to be willing to shed those old patterns and to let go of those old stories. So whenever you see this person that looks like they have like totally come full circle and they're successful and happy and they have all these things going for them, you don't see what it took for them to be there. You don't see the sacrifices that they made or the changes that happened in their life or the disappointments that they might have had to endure to be there. So I always remind myself of the fact that great people in this world, some of them have to make sacrifices. I would, I would believe that most of them have to make sacrifices because the greatest people, it does not come easily. It's something that works on you and works at you and you have the courage to continue on in your life and to progress and to get better. I've learned that I also, like as much as we fit into other people's boxes, we do that as well. Like everything is a reflection. So how am I wanting people to fit into my box? What are my unrealistic expectations of them? And I have to be very mindful of that because it all comes back around. So when I feel out of control and not 
able to understand why people have unrealistic expectations of me, I have to acknowledge my unrealistic expectations of them. And sometimes it might even just be that they're not in the same spot as you. Like I said, we're all different people. We can never really understand what it's like to be somebody else. So maybe it's not that they don't love you or there's no loyalty or all of that. Maybe it's just that they're in a different spot than you. You have no idea. I mean, you don't know what it's like to be them. So I have to remind myself of that. But I've also been thinking a lot about loyalty and what loyalty means. I find myself saying a lot lately that I'm such a loyal person. I would be there for somebody. The people that I care about know that I care about them and I'd always be there for them. In the sense of putting that out there and then not feeling like I get that in return. And I was listening to something this morning that really resonated with me, talking about loyalty in the sense that loyalty can be a very habitual programming of your mindset. In one way, loyalty is important because it means that you are committed. That's a really good aspect of loyalty, being committed. Uh, you could be committed to yourself. You could be committed to seeing things through. You could be committed to growth, committed to overcoming certain things in your life. So that's the positive of being committed and of loyalty. But there's this other aspect, and I think it's a, a cultural norm. Our loyalty turns into self-sacrifice, and then the self-sacrifice, inevitably, there will be some form of betrayal because we're expecting back from an exterior entity something that can't be given to us. So the way that we feel about ourselves, it, it can't be given to us by somebody else. It has, it has to come from within. So loyalty turns into self-sacrifice, inevitably turns into betrayal in some way, shape, or form, and then it turns into resentment. That is like a really, really big thing for me. I find that a lot. That's probably like one of my biggest things is just feeling like I show up for people and they just don't show up for me and it hurts. So I'm trying to like work through that. But if you've ever felt that way, or if you feel that way now, then you can relate. But there's some things that I've like have been working through that have given me some clarity on this whole subject. One of the biggest things I would say to start with is to not take things personally. And that is a lot easier said than done. I'm the first person to say, well, of course I'm going to take that personally like you did it to me. But what I mean by that is it's not always about you. Most of the time, if we're being honest, whenever it's somebody else, it has nothing to do with you. Also, that their rejection doesn't make you any less worthy. Like just because somebody is not able to meet you where you would like them to be or give as much as you can give doesn't mean that your worth is less. It just means that they're not in the place to be able to give the way that you give. An idea that's been helping me a lot, actually, it's been helping me like let go a little bit. It's been helping me have a proper perspective because I could sit there all day long and think about how all these relationships that have changed for me or think about how I don't talk to a lot of the people that I thought cared about me and I could start to feel very sorry for myself and I also can start to feel very resentful. But I don't really want to carry that heavy weight. I really don't think that that serves me and I have to understand that I have chosen to move forward in my life 
And naturally, that means that things are going to change. I remind myself that it's all happening for me. And even though I don't understand it, I have to know that this is part of the process and that there will come a deeper level of understanding whenever I'm able to see through all of this. I have found this a lot in relationships. I've had uh, parents and loved ones, people very close to me that have struggled with mental illness. There's been a lot of times that, or even physical illness, like my father had uh, was sick whenever I was younger. So I've had a lot of this feeling like people just, they can't show up for me. Like their pain overpowers like my need for love or attention or affection. So that's always been like a, a like a deep wound, I would say, like never feeling like never feeling like the people around me are well enough to be there for me. And I have seen that it comes up in so many different parts of my life. And I have realized that things like loop for you, like they keep on coming back in different ways in different relationships they present themselves. And so I can't help but think that there's something deeper there that I need to try to understand. So this morning whenever I was doing my reflection, I was listening to an audio and um, one of the things that was said is talking about just what I was saying, like needing people to be there for you, wanting people to be there for you when they're not. But uh, my like wisdom that has really resonated with me is thinking of it in the way that I just want to be me. So focusing on me coming from the self, which is ultimately where we always need to be. I just want to be me and play with anyone who can. So just saying that kind of like generalizes it. It kind of like you ease up off of that a little bit to where it's not so heavy with like they said they were going to be there for me or like I'm so loyal to them, but now I'm disappointed and now I have resentment and all this like heavy, 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 heavy stuff. Because you'll never like, you'll never have peace whenever you're constantly needing somebody to be different for you. I want to play with anybody that can. To break that down a little bit, anyone who can. So anyone who can't, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, to me, it means maybe that they're on their own life path or that they're going through things that you don't understand. Maybe they're going through things that they don't really know how to talk about. And maybe it's something that you can't help them with or you can't relate or you can't understand. So if they can't play with you, if they are not available to you, if they are not emotionally available to you, or if they are not able to have a relationship with you or a healthy relationship with you. Maybe it's because of their own issues, because of their own path. Maybe it's because of choices that they made. Maybe they're dealing with something that you have no idea about. Or maybe like there's a mental health issue going on. Maybe there's addiction, you know, like you just never know what somebody else is going through. And so for me to think that it's me whenever they have their own thing is not really fair to me because then that's just like hurting my feelings and allowing that that to cut me even deeper than it really needs to. And sometimes it's just a matter of like physical distance. They can't be there for you because they physically cannot be there for you, you know? And that's a real thing. People move away or whatever. So you could be like, oh my gosh, I miss this so much. And that's a healthy thing to be like. I'm not saying that like not to appreciate things, honor them for what they are when they are, 
but understand that people change and people grow apart or new relationships form and it's like this ever-changing thing going on and there's different people involved and there's different emotions involved in life paths and situations and learnings and all kinds of stuff so just because they can't play with you or interact with you doesn't mean that it's your fault or mean that that has anything to do with you i do believe in those situations that the worst thing that you could do is to let it make you bitter is to let it make you feel like a victim or let it make you abandon your path and your own values to be pleased or accepted by others. That is the worst thing that we can ever do to ourselves. And sometimes my initial reaction whenever I feel rejected, especially if I don't fit into people's box because I have expanded so much, sometimes I feel like, well, shit, like maybe I just need to shrink down or I need to like, I need to shrink myself and my ambition and my path and my values so that I can fit into this box so that I can be with this person, you know? And that will never work and it will never bring us happiness. So as much as it hurts and as much as it's hard, we have like got to learn how to just say, you know, I love myself enough to be committed to the direction of my dreams and the direction of my values and my path. I love you and I honor you and I respect you for what you have brought into my life. But I understand that you are not able to be with me or play with me or co-create with me or interact with me or have a relationship with me at this time. It doesn't mean that it's forever, but there's no way for us to see the future to know. So we have to just kind of back off from it and just let it go a little bit, you know? And that's just like been giving me a lot of clarity that sometimes people just can't play right now. It, it reminds me of whenever you go to your friend's house, you knock on the door and their mom answers the door and can so-and-so play? And they're like, no, they can't play right now. Okay, you know? And you don't think that it has anything to do with you. It's just that they're not available to play right now. So you got to just let them do their thing on their own path. It's hard as it is, but that's letting go. Letting go of control. Letting go of the codependency. Letting go of the loyalty, right? Because you could say, well, I was here for you and you weren't there for me. First of all, that's going to make the other person feel pretty shitty. So I'm learning how loyalty can turn into a negative, which always like rubbed me the wrong way. I would say, you know, I'm such a loyal person, yada, yada. And I would hear like, oh yeah, you're the most loyal person in the world. Well, I'm not like that. And I hear that a lot. And it's as much as like it hurts to hear that, it's true. What that means is that my loyalty has nothing to do with that other person, just like them not being available to me has nothing to do with me. So take it any way that you want, but if your loyalty is turning into that self-sacrifice, is turning into the betrayal, is turning into the resentment, then it's not loyalty anymore. And what are you loyal to? Old ideas that don't serve you anymore? Old relationships that don't work anymore? What is loyalty then? You know, be loyal to yourself. Be loyal to your growth. Be loyal to your happiness and your peace of mind. Because you're never going to find it outside of yourself. So if you're going to be loyal to anybody, be loyal to yourself. So I talked about what it looks like when people can't play. So what does it look like when people can play? And this is like a very fascinating thing for me because I am experiencing different friendships and relationships in my life that are more exciting and more light-hearted, which I'm 
so grateful for. I feel like I've had a lot of tumultuous relationships in my life. And I just want to play with somebody, you know? It's like, let's just enjoy this life together. Let's not make it so hard all the time. So what it looks like for uh, people that can plan your life. And for me, because I have done so much like inner work, I am in a very healthy place emotionally, physically, spiritually, all of those things. Energetically, I am healthier and I am well. So that means that whenever... I call in the energy of the people that can play. They're more on that level. They are healthy enough to be there for you because they're able to take care of themselves. So it's a different type of relationship than that codependency relationship. And I, I find myself saying, I just want people in my life that are healthy enough to love, that are healthy enough to be there for somebody else instead of being constantly focused on their own pain or their depression or their anxiety or all of these issues that they have, you know, because those people aren't really available to you. So I'm trying not to focus on what people aren't because then you call that into your life more. So I'm thinking about, okay, well, what does it look like for the people that can play with me? They are mentally, physically, emotionally able to be more giving because they have been on the other side of things and they are at more peace with themselves. So they're not searching so much or seeking so much validation or have too many like complications with other people because they have a very healthy sense of self. And those are the people that are able to be the most giving. The strongest people are the ones that are there for themselves first and then they are able to be there for other people from that space. Being able to play means that they are free enough to enjoy experiences. And that's like a really cool thing for me because I see, you know, I, I see it a lot with like depression and addiction that people get really stuck down at the bottom of their little holes and they don't want to try new things because they're scared of anything different. They don't want to have different experiences because they're too comfortable with the way that things are and they don't want anything to change. So there's not really a lot of fun to be had. It's kind of the same shit over and over and over again, you know. And I just can't jam with that anymore. So I appreciate people that are free enough to enjoy new experiences and to, like, encourage me to have new experiences too because I want to learn. I'm, like, down for anything, you know. But I have to free up myself and not focus on what I'm lacking. Instead, free up my headspace to be able to attract that energy into my life more. Another way that people are able to play with you is people that just get you. You know, that you don't really have to explain yourself so much. They either don't need that much information or they don't really care to have that much information. Or maybe like you have had conversations with people and you just like get each other like you're just on the same level and it's easy and there's a flow to it and it's enjoyable and it's a different type of thing than trying to force a relationship that no longer works. With that being said, I am committed to bringing more of that into my life instead of focusing on what people can't offer me, thinking about what it feels like to have people that can and to be grateful for the relationships, how they have served me, when they have served me, but knowing when it's either time to let go 
or it's time to just release your expectations of that relationship and let people just be people. You can be compassionately detached to people. You can say, you know, you and I enjoyed, we had a very, very special time in my life and I will never forget that and I will always have love for you in my heart. But this relationship no longer works right now. So I'm going to let you do you and let me do me. And um, I understand that I just want to be me and live my life to the fullest. And I want to play with people that can. And not judge or condemn or belittle or make people feel guilty for when they just can't come out to play. Has nothing to do with me. They are their own person, and just because they come, can't come out to play does not mean that I am any less worthy. So that's my like deep understanding of the relationships and how that all works. I think it's a very healthy thing to be able to do that instead of just like cutting people out of your lives, you know, and sometimes we have to do that, but it's a lot easier to do it just with healthy boundaries with yourself than it is trying to make somebody change or make them feel like shit about it. That's another part of it. That's like that's like putting things on somebody else or especially if somebody's having a hard time. It's like they're already having a hard time with this. You're going to try to like make them feel worse because they're not there for you when they obviously can't even be there for themselves. So remove yourself from the situation, get grounded and like learn how to take care of yourself and love yourself and honor yourself and then understand when relationships don't work. And be open and free and light enough to attract new relationships in your life that can serve you in a better way. You know, so that's what this thing's all about. So greatness does not come easily. There are sacrifices that you have to make. Sometimes it's confusing. Sometimes it's lonely. Hopefully you can get on the other side of it and it'll all make sense. And you can, like, hopefully you can find your tribe of people. There's a lot of times whenever... My tribe has changed, whether it was my close friends when I was younger, or maybe it was like the church family, or maybe it was my biological family. And then being an adult, my own family that I have created. So it's constantly changed and people die, people change, people move away, you know. So for me in my life, I kind of feel like there will probably be multiple times in my life that I'm alone, that I'm left to just be with me. And I can choose to spend that time thinking about all the people that didn't show up for me or how everybody left me and how sad that makes me. Or I can just like learn how to be happy with myself and continue on with my life and just be ready for people that want to play when I'm ready to play. It's an easier way to think of things. It's a lighter way to think about things, which is important to me because there's a lot of heavy shit out there. And if we can have some type of understanding to ease up on it a little bit, to like allow us to navigate through these tougher situations, then the stronger and more resilient that they'll be in, that will be, and then ultimately the happier that will be. So I hope that, uh, that maybe has helped somebody. I know that it's helped me. And yeah, if you feel me, or if you could think of somebody, uh, that can benefit from this episode, uh, share it with them. I'm still like up and coming with a lot of different things. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me and play with me today. Um, and until next time, much love.
Thank you for taking the time to tune in to the Noble Cause podcast. It is a great joy and honor to be able to connect with you. If you feel this episode or if you can think of someone that can benefit from it, share it with them. You could also leave me a a review, like the Facebook page, The Noble Cause, or hit me up at thenoblecausepodcast at gmail.com. I love connecting with new people, sharing ideas, and keeping the flow of conscious energy so that we may continue to be inspired, interested, and interesting. I hope this transmission has served your highest good, and until next time, much love to my people.